This is the Speaking of Writers podcast. I'm Steve Richards. When Emily Schultz's The Blondes was published, it earned accolades from The Washington Post and The Los Angeles Times, plus distinction as a best book of 2015 from NPR, Kirkus Reviews, and BookPage. With great buzz and universal acclaim, The Blondes made an indelible impression on readers and literary critics alike. To the delight of fans everywhere, Schultz is back with a riveting new novel. It's called Little Threats, a plot-twisting whodunit with a powerful message about what time gives us and what it takes away. Emily Schultz is the co-founder of the influential Joyland magazine and author of The Blondes, an international bestseller, named the best book of 2015. Her writing has appeared in Elle, Slate, Evergreen Review, Vice, Hazlitt, and Prairie Schooner. Currently a producer at the indie media company Heroic Collective. She makes her home in Brooklyn. Happy to have Emily Schultz joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Emily, welcome to this program. Emma, thank you so much, Steve. So, Emily, what inspired Little Threats? You know, um, I have brothers who are twins, and I wondered what it would be like to write a story about twins. Um, I decided to give them completely different circumstances. So they were very close, and then one of their best friends was murdered, and one of the twins goes away for that murder, whether she did it or not. And the other one continues to live her life. And... Um, it really it came out of my desire to just explore that idea of two people who are so similar but so different. Little Threats is very different from your debut novel, The Blondes. Was the writing process different for this one? Um, process, no. But, I mean, I think that um, I was getting at, at different ideas in both of them. Um, this one, the other one is a little bit more of a concept novel in that um, it's a satire, it's dystopian. Um, it is also a thriller, I think. Um, but this one is, is definitely based on the characters and their story of what may or may not have happened. Um, so how you tackle the material is different, but at the same time, you know, the process is, is largely the same. I mean, I'm, in both ones, I'm looking at women, I'm looking at young women, I'm looking at female friendship. Um, power dynamics, and, um, you know, just uh, sitting down and writing as much of it as I can, as quickly as I can, and then going back and trying to rework it and re-edit it uh, into something that will make sense to the reader and please the reader. Emily Schultz is my guest here on the Speaking of Writers podcast. Little Threats is her new book. Emily, why did you decide to veer toward the suspense genre, and what genre would you classify this book, Little Threats? You know, it's interesting. I don't know that I think that much about genre when I'm writing. Um, I, I think that more of that comes out afterwards and, and when it starts to get into the hand of readers. Um, I think it's definitely a thriller or a literary thriller. I mean, we are exploring a crime and who may or may not have committed it. And, you know, there are lots of outside threats. You know, this woman, Kennedy, has just been released from jail. And, her ex-boyfriend, who seems very threatening, is coming back into her life, and he may or may not have been involved with the murder. Um, so I, I do think it does fall under thriller. But at the same time, anytime I sit down to write a story, I'm really just thinking about story itself and how best to convey who these people are and what their lives are about and what their conflicts are. So it's um, I find it interesting to, to look at it in terms of genre. Do you always know in advance the motives of your main character? No, I think it's something that I find out along the way. I mean, similar to the reader, you know, you start writing and you have an idea of who a person might be, and then they tell you differently. <laughs> <laughs> 
the culture and chaos of the 90s, it's at the heart of this novel. Why were you drawn to write about this time period, and what were the 90s like for you personally? Well, I'm, I'm a similar age to the characters. So these girls were 16 in 1993. I think I was 19 and had my first apartment. Um, so the 90s are, are, you know, I'm true Gen X. They were very much the time that I came of age. And I think it's an interesting period. I, we're seeing it come back in terms of fashion, in terms of like influence in music. Um, I find that very interesting to look around me and see young people who are dressing the way that I also dressed, you know, when I was in my 20s. Um, and I wanted to explore that, what it meant. And we were so politically active and becoming politically aware in the 90s, um, becoming concerned with the environment and concerned with class issues and issues of you know, race and racial injustice. And I just I was very drawn to it for those reasons. Are any of the events in the novel based on your own experiences? Well, you know. I think that in any novel, you put a lot of yourself into it, and you are every single character in a way. Um, in this novel, when I gave the girls an older boyfriend, that was really when it opened up for me. I had um, my first boyfriend was 21 when I was 16, and that was very common then. And it's one of those things I think that we're looking at with different eyes as we move forward. You know, certainly during the, the Me Too moment, I was looking at that relationship and thinking about the power imbalance in that. Um, and it kind of, it drove, it drove the novel in a way that I had not expected it to go. And I, it began to open up some things for the characters. And I think anytime you're writing a story, you just want to try to find, um, what feels true. And so that was a way to, to bring that in, who the girls were and what their experiences were as young people who were rebelling. Emily, did you always know that you were a pretty good storyteller? You know, I've always wanted to be a writer from the time I was uh, too young to read, honestly. And um, so it, it's something that I've, I've spent a lot of time doing. I mean, I was writing little stories when I was young. And then, you know, I studied, uh, I did in, an English uh, undergraduate. And, um, and I've just always wanted to write since that time. So even when I lived in Virginia, briefly, I was doing public readings and whatnot and studying to literary magazines. What are your writing habits and what's the best writing environment for you? Um, it's better if I can have an office. Unfortunately, because of COVID, I don't have that right now. Um, so typically, I'm at my kitchen table after my son goes to school. And I just get as much done as I can in between the other work I have to do. But I think that any time you're writing, if you can put a concerted amount of time into it, like if you can block out several hours, I think that's the best. Because what happens with story is you start telling it and you just kind of disappear into it. And it's so thrilling when that happens. But at the same time, you need to make time for it. Emily, what kind of research did you do while writing this novel? Um, you know, I didn't need to do a lot of research because I really remember the 90s very clearly. Um, it was, um, it was such a, such a, such an important time in my life. Um, there are some things that I misremembered, like which year certain albums came out. Sometimes I was off by a few months and my copy editor would tiff, tiff me and I had to go back and change some of those things. Um, but I didn't need to do a lot of research. Um, there's a little bit about, uh, prisons and, um, her plea deal and things like that, but I did have to do research for my guest is Emily Schultz. Her new novel is Little Threats. This book, Emily, is narrated from multiple points of view. Did you find that some character perspectives were easier to write than others? Sure. I think that you always find that you relate more to one character than another. And um, 
so for me, the twin sisters were really important. Kennedy is very tough. She's been to prison. I kind of define as a tough woman myself, um, though I have not been to prison. Uh, and Carter is a little softer, and I relate to Carter, too. I mean, she's the twin who's tried to hold everything together while her sister was away in jail. And, um, and she, you know, has an addiction issue that she's, she's recovered. And um, so she's a little more, you know, moderated, everything in moderation. Um, I also really related to, there's a brother of the girl who died, and their family is, you know, not from the wrong side of the track, but they're certainly less affluent. And I really enjoyed writing Ham, actually. I liked writing a 20-something-year-old guy who has a quad that he zips around on, and he's trying to figure out what to do with his life, and he's still trying to solve this old crime, this old murder of his sister, and he still is really grieving her. And I could relate a lot to actually his family and their grief and, you know, what it meant to, to go through that. I mentioned uh, in the introduction you were the co-founder, editor for Joyland magazine for many years. How does writing and publishing your own novels differ from your work as an editor? Yeah, it's um, one of the things that's a real gift about that is that you get to read so broadly. Um, so when I was editing Joyland, um, you know, I got to read so many different styles of short fiction and that's really exciting. And I think anytime you're reading lots of work, it's exciting because everything feels new. Um, and editing books, which is something that I do as my, you know, kind of gig <laughs> when I'm not, not writing novels, is also really exciting. I mean, I love being able to help cheer other people on and, kind of coach them through the process. I mean, I guess I would say that it's helped me get better at being edited, although I probably didn't take 100% of my editor's edits, as I think, you know, we all do tend to dig in our heels a little, but it has helped me learn to, to be right and be edited. And uh, you can connect online with Emily Schultz. You have a website, emilyschultz.com. Twitter is Manual of Style. And then Facebook.com slash Emily Schultz Writer. And uh, Instagram is Emily Schultz Writer as well. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And this is Speaking of Writers.